is friends of the devil. Ready to get into our topics? Yeah, well, <laughs> welcome welcome back to <laughs> Friends of the Devil. Very good. Long intro. I'm Drew. I'm Sumit. I am Adam Damper. Again, the only I think person that's just, with that's just two how names. it's gonna go. <laughs> that's how it's gonna go. It's not even my real name, <laughs> Drew. It's not my real name. No. No. People, no. no mystery. You're mystery. Man of, man of mysteries. Man mystery, man. This is my real voice. Oh, is it? It's it's very very you know, it's, it's, it's fascinating, too, because, uh, oh, they just learned French. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's My, fascinating because your name on all of our, I, I think I type out Andrew on, That's like, fine. That works, too. <laughs> it's interesting. My my uh, Irish accent often goes Indian. Really? I don't know why. There's, like, a weird um, correlation. Okay, can, I, can, we, can we hear your Indian accent? <laughs> sometimes, well, with the, with the Irish, it's, it's a little rhythmic, isn't it? Every once in a while, I talk a little bit like this, and it goes very quickly right through here. I don't know why. Are you offended that I just did that? That's a, such an Apu accent. Yeah, that's why it's, I said It's not an offended. Indian accent in any way, shape, or <laughs> but form. That's, but that's... Oh my God, it just proves <laughs> to me. It proves to me that, look, there's this Indian comedian who, like, I Which think one? it was five, or I forget the... I forget who it was. Well, of course it's going to sound a poo. Like, why well, else? We, 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 we get, we're getting to topics now, my friend. What's happened? This is not the Joe Rogan show. What, what do you mean? <laughs> you're going to be going to go Google an Indian comedian right now. We're going to start talking about Oh, that's okay. Five or ten minutes. That's okay. Not five or ten. We'll keep it to... Uh, uh, we'll see what happens. It's all right. He's allowed to do whatever because I just did an incredibly racist Indian. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So that should buy him however much time he needs fair to. Enough. Oh, there was this movie. The, the that, problem uh, with the poo. That's there yeah. was this movie called uh, "The Problem with a Poo" uh, by the comedian Hari uh, Kondabalu, mm-hmm. and this movie is hilarious. And it talks about how the idea of what it means to be Indian was com- for the last twenty years mm-hmm. in the Western society was culturalized mm-hmm. by the Simpsons. Of course. And so the only thing that Americans have in their consciousness of what Indians are is motherfucking well, Apu or I'm not going to help you. Right, and on a grand scale. And then, unfortunately, there are, like, societal things that that kind of confirm that on a broad level. Like, you go into a 7-Eleven, you go into a gas yeah. station. Like, it's like there's enough of those that reinforce the ignorant-ass assumptions that we already like, have, that we've already been Like, that's part of my fucking fed. journey as an artist. Like, literally combating that bullshit to create, like, yeah. new awareness of what Indians are. I'm fucking Indian, and I'm like... So yeah. not Indian, but I'm very Indian in many different ways. Mm. You know, yeah. it's so, so interesting. I'll say it real quick. But my, the writing workshop that I just finished had a, an actor a writer. She uh, she wrote a whole short on the the mispronunciation of her name and how there is a it it, it well, in Indian in Indian American I went through culture, a whole I went through a whole year of. Uh, of middle school history with my teacher calling mm. me Summit. No matter how many motherfucking oh times and, I and that's the this guy that motherfucker. And, and I think this Summit. Is, this no matter how many times I went so to the shitty. fucking... Uh, Did I you tell to, her? I, I talked to the guidance counselor. Oh my and they God. corrected this it. This is the Summit. exact... No, motherfucker called me Summit. <laughs> and, and he just kept doing it? Yeah. And did you tell him? Yeah. And he just couldn't do it. He could get his head out of his own it's fucking It's so ass. amazing because that's exactly what her film was about. And and what's sad is how there were other 
Indian Americans that would be okay with it, that would actually introduce themselves as the wrong name, yeah. just so they wouldn't have to deal with the whole thing. Like, like I have a buddy who calls himself Kartab. You know, his name is Kartab. Yeah. You know, like yeah. <laughs> we, we, we sometimes we have to bend the fucking knee to to I, to yeah. fit other people, which and is you, bullshit. And you don't need to, but yeah. in order for you to be able to handle culturally cult, co- right. co- connected, like, it's such an interesting. I switched topic. my name to Sammy when I first moved here because uh-huh. I was like. Oh well, it's easier. But then, like, something didn't vibe with me with that, and I'm like, nah, I'm Sumit. Yeah. You know, like, be proud of who yeah, the fuck I am. It's literally like, we sue people and we meet people. Just say the fucking two words together. Or <laughs> my thing is, Sumit. Like, nice Sumit. you. Yeah, that's how you that, we met. <laughs> that's how you said it. All right. So that was important. I'm sorry about you. <laughs> you asked me to do it. It was you. About five minutes. Told you. I knew it was gonna happen. All right. I said five minutes. It was so, a good conversation, yeah. though. Here we go. So transition. Uh, friends, the, friends, the, friends, the, friends, the, friends. The, friends, the, friends the, All right. Uh, first topic. First topic. Uh, which is. is um, well, well, let's just say for all of our topics today that these are all Adams. Uh, ideas which I think worked out great. Oh yes. Uh, your you you go there very well. So, but I have a lot to say about all of them. Yes, Thanks. indeed. So number one, what is our first? What is uh, our first topic of the day? If my memory serves, this might get offensive. Is the category? Yes. Uh, it was marriages for Sims. Yes. Slow that down and say it one more time. Okay. Say it as in as in somebody you know is getting married and you're saying what this is. Category one. This might get offensive. Marriage is for simps. Great. First question. Yes. What the fuck is a simp? So a simp is a guy who supplicates or bends the knee to a woman to seek her approval through physical deeds. So this is the noun version of what used to be called pussy whipped. Yes. Got it. Yes. Yes. So okay. bends the knee. I like how you accentuated. Supplicate yes, what course. a woman wants. So he'll do laundry, do the dishes, pick her up after work. You know? Because none and, of that should be initiated. It should be guy. done. However, this 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 man is obviously doing this to win the approval right. of the woman that he is seeking the affection of. Okay. Some, some what if he already, even yes. a woman he already has the affection of? Usually that's even, even the situation, right? So he'll go into a scenario where she obviously is wielding the power in the relationship. And he almost enjoys that place. And so now he is the Igor uh, in the okay. relationship. Okay, so now how does why is marriage that? Are you, are you ultimately saying that no man really wants to get married that he is doing it because a woman wants to I think there's, once like, again, this is, this is why in, uh, I love this podcast because... <laughs> yeah. Obviously, there's men who are in love, that love their wives, that have passionate, beautiful relationships, Mm -hmm. and they're each other's soulmates and partners. However, with the divorce rate, with how many people complain about being in marriage relationships that I know personally, with how many people have all these memes we've all seen about year two, year three, year four of being married, it's very obvious there's got to be a better option. I come from a separated home. Where the motherfuckers didn't even get married. They got a kid. They decided let's split up, and then my dad married two other people later on. And those those relationships sucked. So mm-hmm. I, I just 
from my perspective, and then my grandpa's fucking sick. So it's like, I, I look at those scenarios and I'm like, I don't want to ever be a part of that. And as more and more opportunity comes to my door, um, I just, it seems less and less interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, like once again, this could take place where I just desperately fall in love with somebody and decide I want to get married. I think it would be more of a domestic partnership than me signing a government contract. Well, okay. here's this interesting yeah. thing, though. Like, <laughs> marriage is still marriage. If, like, for example, my mentor, my acting coach back in Michigan, he has a partner who he's been with for the last 20-something years. They've never gotten married. She and him love each other. They're essentially married without the fucking sure. signature, the official documentation. And in a domestic partnership, as you said, that is fucking marriage. I, I, for me, it's right. but you don't get, you don't get it's the, different. you don't get the tax benefits. You don't yeah. get uh, the in case God forbid something were to happen, yeah. next of kin situations. If like, you go there's a lot of benefits though from just having the legal. Having paper. the ceremony part and sign the contracts to me was like, oh, I'm not, I don't. I'm in that guy's universe, right? I don't. I don't no, but 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 that. this is this yeah. is why I I want to push back on your use of. There's a difference between saying that marriage is antiquated and ineffective and a problem, right? As opposed to it just it, it being for simps. You see what I'm saying? So like, I think that you can have both arguments. I think jumping straight to marriages for simps is such a gross generalization of why people get married. And like, could you say that yes, there is, there are men out there who, I mean, out of desperation, it does sound to, like he's just saying part of, part of the man the masculine journey is to find self, and and this happens often in modern society. They they grow up, they're they're bred, they're they're raised by their moms, they're over you know over mummified, and then they go out to the world and shit happens, mm-hmm. and then they like it's it's part of the journey to get domesticated and be pussy whipped. Absolutely. You know? yeah. For some people. For some people. <laughs> right. Like, but here's the thing. You can find examples to justify your point of view In everywhere. Right. So that's why I think coming out of the gate, even though I appreciate your strong – this might be offensive take. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's outrageous. Mm. It's outrageous. Yeah. Because first of all – the, the context of being in a simplified relationship, that's toxic alone. No question. Which means you are no longer an individual and you're doing everything for the approval of this, this partner that you want. So that is the problem. The simp relationship, the pandemic of simpness. Well, I, I, I don't the more simplification. But then we all on the table that's recognize a problem. that's a thing, though. We all know that that's a thing. Of course. But, all, but, but, but you, you know what that was before I put domestic, that on? It's domestication. The group text, it's, it's, right? Yeah. yeah you, it's you not domestication. Like, I don't think it's yeah. it's domestication because that can be that like marriage is for simple people who have no ambition in life. <laughs> well, that's not true. That, that I, I disagree, disagree with that. I yeah. disagree with that to all my listeners, right. all my friends. But there's, look, there's know, a, we have to we have to find the well, difference. There's a difference between doing things because we've learned like we have been trained to domestic domesticate ourselves. Yeah. And there's a difference between that and Someone who is doing it for the approval of a woman, of a lover. Well, like those be, are two different things. Before, before in modern, before modern society as it is now, like marriage was a necessary thing from women, right? For the most to part, have, like they, to have a life, right? Like you know, like women had no ability to live until they were married, right? You know, putting one family in another yeah. family, and also now people they, and and life expense expectancy was short, so it's like, yeah. oh yeah, you're. 
you know, get married for 20 years and then you'll be dead. You'll be dead. Now they have the ability. Now women are, now we're in a modern society where women have the ability to live any sort of life. Every girl I've yeah, dated that. in the last like five years oh, dude, that's just, awesome. has a way better <laughs> life plan than I do. Every girl I've dated over like the last well, five years. Well, because women are more organized. They're just, I'm like, their <laughs> life plan is fantastic. More organized. They're yeah. less impulsive. They're less driven by test. They don't have testosterone. Yeah, not really, yeah. Um, but they are also very impulsive, though. Part of the feminine is is it, like, like, the part of the feminine energy is is true. is spontaneous. They're not impulsed by their by this fucking testosterone running through their balls yeah. that they don't have. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's that's that's, <laughs> that's you know the ball game. That's the ball game. Well, I mean, it's. Well, I, having, I think I honestly I think the more interesting conversation about marriage is in in the last little bit we have yeah, about yeah, this yeah. is. Is marriage necessary now still in the modern world? Is, I don't think is it is. marriage still a, a necessary thing? I really think you could have a very prosperous, beautiful relationship. I don't, but d- does anybody actually think, outside of like these unintelligent communities that, that we, you know, judge, does anybody actually think that marriage is necessary? Like, I who think, actually, I feel like we, we were, you're arguing a point that is so wide, widely spread. Uh, as accepted. I grew up in a community where it, if you had a, a sexual attraction or attraction whatsoever to a woman mm. uh, as a dude that you needed to lock that down and marry before you even s- set foot into the secret garden. Mm. That was that was a conversation. Yeah. And so... When in reality, that, you want to go to the secret gardens to know that... that, that you, you I even, I even want to like have yeah. dinner with this person. Exactly. No, so, what, what were you? Am I, am I yelling? <laughs> so, uh, we, when we talk about the secret garden, I get excited. You get excited? Just, just go up a little bit. And, uh, up a little yeah. above the microphone. It, it's, sure. it was for such a long time. I might have to be, yell, yell at Smeet again. It was such a moment. Yeah. We had this two episodes ago now. Like, but your levels are off. Your levels are off. Right. But we are blowing up. Your levels yeah. are off. Our seven, and, our seven listeners. Are and, uh, yeah, there's just, what the fuck's going on with Smeet when the levels. <sighs> Um, so, I just care about our fucking audio, dude. Anyway, I'm running audio for a movie. Anyway, um, yeah, as I was saying, it's just I grew up in that, and so whenever I look at people, and maybe it's part of me just feeling left out, but most of the people I grew up with now have wives, um, and it's mostly, I believe, just because of what we grew up in, that mm-hmm. religious upbringing that you had to be wifed up. I agree. It's not, even, it's not even a religious upbringing, that. though. Like, it's almost a cultural thing, I think. It's, it's, it's almost it's, like of culturally... Course it's, of course it's, it's cultural, because it's across every religion. Every religion, right. yeah. It, it's almost like the cultural norm of humanity is to grow up, uh, have kids, uh, grow up, get married, have kids, breed, die. Mm-hmm. Like... Right. I think I think it seems I don't know I, that that's shifting for me and it seems like in our society our generation is shifting too like of I, course I, but like, I think that that's so obvious like I just think that it's so obvious at this point like I, half of my friend I'm in my mid, or almost mid thirties half of my friends are married half of them aren't dude, like I that's just, so like it's, many, and how many of those people are genuinely happy I mean, they're, who are married they're they're all happy. I, but they're, the, yeah, they're the happy. amount of people that I know, but, are, but they've gotten married recently as thirty-something-year-old the, the the number of people that I know who've been married who mm-hmm. are genuinely happy. How old are these people? Have they been married for a while? Uh, at least four, five, six years. No. That's too bad. Like I, I most of the people I, I know I that like, are happy are, are that are married are happy. I feel like in my lifetime, it's just like in my experience of existence, mm-hmm. like I see more unhappiness in mar- in marriages than happiness in. Marriage. 
it's and, and it almost like it, there's this now growing resistance almost to like do I even want to get in a fucking I think the healthy thing that's happening <laughs> this now is from is, the 2020 version over here so. yeah and uh, yeah. I think that no, the just like in, in life in yeah. general. Yeah. Like I think the version. Like I just my no, I said twenty twenty virgin. 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 You have had sex virgin. this year. Virgin. I, I had one. Did you sex once this year? Yeah. Okay. He had a sex. I had sex. Had sex. Once um, this year. And so I, before we I move on, sex. before we move on, I want to ask a couple questions. And first, my last point to that is the best thing that comes out of this, I think, through this resistance, is contemplation and decision making. So I do think because there's less of a pressure to get married, the decision to get married then is more thought out. Like, honestly, the idea of abstinence and, and just wanting to continue that, especially like in my newfound spiritual yogi, whatever the fuck waking up and is happening within mm -hmm. me, it's like, I don't even know if I want fucking sexual partners at this point in time because like, there's honestly, there's this aspect, unless it's the right person, there's this yeah. aspect, literally there's this aspect of like, when you, when you connect with another person sexually you are also bringing that person's energy. memories physically into my energy body, energy into our energy body there, yeah and it's just creating baby. more pain we're on the podcast with you my guy i know i've heard this i know i don't remember yeah. adopting the other person's energy as you enter them i know he was no, about to literally. say it but then you're like oh i don't believe in that and then we just cut oh, okay, and then we good. moved on but yeah. now he's like he got the whole sentence out which i knew he was going there <laughs> I knew you, his chakras go into my chakras. No, dog, it's just like, it's, it's, it's literally, that's the reason yeah. why I gave up meat. Like, if you want to get down to it, that's the reason why I gave up eating meat. Because, like, I don't want that fucking emotional pain from that beef or that chicken, the suffering from that into my body. Uh, my body is a motherfucking temple, and I'm building it that way. Come on, I don't want, like, some toxic fucking women. I was going to use a worse word. Oh. But women in my life. You use know? the word. Don't, don't say that. I, I have pooed. <laughs> That's true. Um, so let's end it with Adam. Do you think you're gonna get married? No, I don't think I'll get married. Smith, do you think you're gonna? Get I married? have no fucking clue. <laughs> if you had to bet, if you do a gun in your head, I feel like it's fifty fifty at this point. Like if it's the right person, yes. All right. Otherwise, no. I think I'm gonna get married. It's true. I but I, but I, I I don't think it's gonna be till I'm like forty. I, you're such a put together dude. I, yeah, it would be a loss. <laughs> it would be a loss. Oh, that's just, so. That's the nicest thing I've heard in a while. Thank yeah. you, Adam. It's yeah, very fucking would, my sweet. Mom, my mom would be so mad if I don't procreate. She'll be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, Samit?" <laughs> like, that's do you have one, siblings? Uh, one brother. Older? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you talked about. You talked about. Yeah. Um, Cute kid, man. Yeah. Well, good. So, ready? Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, next, next topic. See if I can topic. Um, and what is the category? It is dirty little secrets. Dirty little secrets. We got number two coming on. Adam has a dirty little secret that he wants dirty to share. You secret. dirty, dirty boy. Want to share with dirty, the group, dirty folks? Boy. Dirty. Um, dirty little secret. I used to be a stripper, and I think everyone should. Coming up. I see a lot of lawbreakers in here tonight. <laughs> kind of. You know, Adam used to be a stripper. Magic Adam. Low key. Yeah. Dick out. I've always wanted to be a stripper. Mm. Like I like, like always like, thought about the prospect of that in university and like how much fucking money I can make. Like if I was just ripped, yeah. <laughs> like just swinging my dick in circles on fucking stage. I don't think it's about being ripped. Were you dick swinging? I I honestly I'm a grower, so I don't really have too much to swing when it's like when you're cold and there's women screaming at you and yeah. stuff. <laughs> um, so. I, I, I love that they're swinging, they're, they're yelling at you. They're just like, ah! and I'm just like, what do I do? What do I do? They actually had me, my first show was in a Steve Urkel uniform. 
Oh wow! It so put me in like oh, big glasses. How do we feel about that? <laughs> it was perfect. Was it, it was, was it, it like was a mixed perfect. race crowd or was it like? How? Um, no, I mean it was maybe like because my first women. my first yeah. reaction to that is like, damn, that's racist. Well, here's the thing: like everything's how permissible is that racist, because it's like they and, want him to be like a popular black character. That's on their television. Yeah, yeah. Nerd, I, mean, I don't but know. But it's also something that tracks in modern society, and like it sure does. But modern society women, is racist. There's probably a lot of women who want to fuck Urkel. <laughs> Like, I mean, especially at the time. Just because like, you want to fuck like, doesn't mean show. it's not racist. Well, I mean, so I mean let me have you ever question. been to a strip club with, like, fucking women dressed in, like, schoolgirl outfits? Like, Yeah, but that's not a racist. Schoolgirl yeah. outfit isn't a a, a racist-specific well, outfit. Yeah. Is it worse to be a pedophile or a racist? Oh, man. that It's worse to be a pedophile. Yeah. Well, there it is. So, a schoolgirl outfit's way worse. Anyway, as I was saying, we were imagining as, we, as we, I, was like, I was winning, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, oh! Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't yes, think, yeah. I don't think, but I don't think. But no, let, no, no. Let no. me get to the point. Let You're not point. picturing an yeah. underage person when you, you are school. as a guy. I'm not. As a as a guy, when you when you when you when you look at women who are just undersized, five two, five three, super skinny and shit, and they're wearing something that's alluding towards them being. A fucking high school or in a Catholic school, like you're thinking in your head, oh my god, I remember that time in high school when that girl was wearing that miniskirt. This is, if only she was now moved to Sunset Boulevard in the body shop. This is why I'll debunk. This is why I'll debunk this statement. If if a schoolgirl uniform right was a suit, a, a fucking pants suit, right, and they they wore that at the strip club, that's not going to do anything for the dude. It's not because it's from school i think it's because of what it looks like and which is a short skirt and a little shirt and thigh high socks which is hot i just think when but if it was if the school uniform was a fucking pantsuit how many times you've been inside of a female strip club and they've been like i'm listening to waste some money like number of times you were in one time exactly this motherfucker doesn't know what i'm talking about i've been in there like 15 times in 2019 i was in there 15 times more than more than yeah. racist, I actually yeah. think that that's creative yeah. that you were yeah. Urkel as a stripper. I think it's super like, creative. A, well, no, yeah. no, it's and creative it if it was your idea. Make you money. I did not come up with it. I wasn't. I'm not that type of guy. I and as I as I say all the time, like I really, it's I struggle with being just a creative person. Um, but I I can execute like a motherfucker mm. when I'm given the instruction. Good. Um, and so that on that situation, man, I executed big time. Oh yeah, we we working out two three times a day and just going and. Really eating anything. There's that instant it. motivation of like, yeah. oh, I'm going to be naked. I'm going to be naked. So how long were you a stripper for? Uh, I was a stripper. In what years? Where? In were mindset you? for like two and a half years, but and practicality for about. <laughs> mindset for two and a half years. Are you still a stripper in mindset? No, I am not a stripper in mindset. How old anymore. were you? When was I this? was I was 22, and it okay. literally lasted for like four or five months before some guy uh, who I was training with suggested maybe you should not do that. Maybe mm. that's not a good life decision. Why did he suggest that? Um, and he was right. I do have way more potential beyond just taking my clothes off. Um, so yeah, that not, was a not mutually exclusive. Was this, was, a, was this a, another fellow stripper of yours? No, or? this was. Uh, no, so that I would was, be that would be so hypocritical. <laughs> I don't think it's a good life decision, but for me, it's, <laughs> yeah. So the guys who were part of it were just riding the wave and having a ton of fun with it and just enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, me. I was just so new and fresh into it. I wanted to do something that was outrageous. I just gotten out of dropping out of a very private, religious, conservative college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in LA, and I was 
broken up and was stoked. I was like, let was me that, fucking do this. Was that when you first moved to Los Angeles? It was pretty much like within... So you were stripping in L.A.? 16 months of me living in L.A., I was doing that. Private parties or at a strip club? That was... We, we rented out a space in Studio City. We had about six guys who were dancers who were like strippers in other parts of the uh, L.A. area. And had this the hostess once a month show. Mm-hmm. And before so you, the show, I got sponsored to work with a personal trainer and like they you got sponsored little, right he, he paid stripper? for the he paid for the personal training and i would go out right so like the stripper the stripping company paid for you to get in shape to strip yes i have some very important questions yeah that's so interesting all right one like you were scouted to strip i i i suck it out so i went out suck it <laughs> i i went i <laughs> yes he did. i went out no homo baby i went out <laughs> and like, i was like i'm gonna be a stripper i'm gonna craigslist and try to find that i did Hmm. And um, I just got lucky enough that I was already working out a ton before I had applied, and then I just got into the next level of shape during that time. It was like I, it's so motivating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean think about it, you, you do a shirtless scene in a film or a TV show. That's, that's what, what, that's, that's one part. But now, if that's your main income, it's like a, I guess so, it's kind of like being a model. So I'm curious. Yeah. Was most in the five months that you said? You're it's about four and a half months. Was most your demographic, like most of the people you were stripping for, were they male or were they're they all female? Female. 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 Were they events? So they were like it was, it was a, parties. an event that they would have that they would throw once a month. It was like literally once a month show. Oh, and so we, you weren't stripping at like yeah. a club? You no, just, like, we were just like, no, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, we have <laughs> we just invited a bunch of people, and we I think the biggest night we had was like sixty people. I got mildly nervous, but I just killed it. <laughs> all right, and yeah, how much money did you make? What wasn't that much? Uh, for I, like an I event. Made, well, I mean, considering I, I danced for ten minutes, I, I made four hundred dollars that night, which was great. For a ten minute dance. Yeah. And it was so you knew once a month that you would have this one night where you made like four hundred bucks. Yeah. So it wasn't like an every. It wasn't like a, I'm gonna go do go to work now four days a week. And there's actually uh, plenty of opportunity in LA now. And I'm gonna skip way fast forward like to last year. Mm. I got an email and I was low on money. And there, do you wanna go to do this event? Um, these women are going to hire you as a stripper for this like small town out in like OC area mm-hmm. and you're going to go into a biking studio and strip. Mm-hmm. And this was like last year. Right. And I was like, you know, did you, I, you did, it? I did it. How'd it go? It went well. It was, I had to wake up super early. They oh. had the studio going and they were like, everybody's working out. I was super nervous. I got super high before and, um, <laughs> I just clicked out of like, it was like, it was literally just a bike's. In studio setup, and mm-hmm. I just started. It turned on pony. I went for it, and yeah, I made two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, it was. It was just like one of those. I needed that little ego boost. It was right? or yeah, it was specifically stripping, or it was nude modeling. No, it was. I mean, it, you can't be nude in front of fucking fucking thirty housewives and fucking OC. You, but you, you I was. I was. I went down to my fucking shorts. I like went out of my boxers and like did some dancing and. Okay. You know, right. went for it. Would so you guys ever do? Would you guys ever do nude modeling? Like, oh, for sure. Like, like, 100%. so, so there's this. It's and this is going to the rabbit hole. And I do have, a, I have one more question yeah. before oh, we move on. Yeah. Did you have a routine? Was there like, I'm, I go, I put on, you know, my Justin Timberlake. Yeah, we Tennessee 100%. kids. I'm, I'm, you know, we I'm actually had Tennessee a choreographer. Kids. Okay. So we had a choreographer and everything, and so I was, I got to the point where I was promoting on my Facebook and just super hyped no about it and. I was just like, I would just went into it. But I want to connect this to the listener. I believe we all should do something mm-hmm. in our lives that's a little bit crazy. There's no plan for it. And you're just you're just doing it off of a 
a whim you might have in your mind. I want to do this crazy thing, so therefore I'm going to do it. I'm a little bit crazier than most, so I have more of these whims in my mind that I think about doing more often, I feel like, than most people. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, I was looking back on the direct messages, and some of the people were like, Adam needs some help, and (laughs) what's going on? And I was very combative and defensive, because 22, so I was trying to defend my perspective and point of view. Oh my god, dude, I'm such a low time in my life, and blah, blah, blah. I never understand what's going through my life right now, and no one gives a fuck, and blah, blah, blah. I just feel like, all the bullshit. It's me times ten in the worst possible way. Mm-hmm. When I look back on those, so and, and to to yeah. to your point of, and it's, I think everybody should do something uncomfortable out of their comfort zone, something different. Yeah. Do you think then, because of that, it's given you the courage to do other things that maybe aren't as drastic as that, but are difficult on a societally norm standard? Oh yeah, for sure. Like all the the way you put out your your content or just take risks because you're like oh who's gonna what are they gonna think about this like that whole statement that you just said like literally it's 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 something that i've really been learning to accept is stepping into that which you fear regardless of whatever the fuck it is you'll learn something like i've always wanted to be a stripper if i probably i'm also a grower too so like that's why i would never do it But (laughs) but you don't have to clearly there are communities where you don't have to get completely nude Clearly, most of but like, like nude modeling is actually an interesting thing because I've been like I, I discovered somebody right. who did that. Samit really wants to talk about nude modeling, so let's transition. I uh, just like I'm really curious. What, about like for like a, for like an art class, yeah, like you just like stand just there and they paint you, and they then they paint you and, and they draw you. Like I don't know, like just being a sculpture. Mm. It sounds like it'd be pretty fun. Like getting get becoming yeah, becoming dated. Fuck. You know, like. There's a huge community for it. Man. I, I would love to that. fucking have a clay figurine made how much of me. They, how, much <laughs> they, how much do they get paid? Um, I think like three, four hundred dollars for, for a si- like, for, yeah, for, for a sitting or something. For shit a digging, like that. I mean a sitting. <laughs> digging. Mm. <laughs> well, that's fascinating, mm-hmm. and it, 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 I do I completely agree with you in the sense that like whatever stripping is for people, yeah. whether it's taking a stand up class and going to an open mic. Or taking an improv class, or fucking calling their dad. Yes, <laughs> you know, like or, or going out there and moving to Los Angeles and wanting to step into an acting. Right, career. but but I think part of what Baby I think to to that point though is like it doesn't have to be this Something huge. So like this is my new full time job. It could yeah. be like I'm gonna do this thing over a weekend, and it might just minimize my fear in something. I'm going to go audition for this community theater because, hey, right. I'm bored uh, and, and of this job and right. I want to do something creative. I think that's a good lesson, yeah. Mr. Damper. Yes, Mr. Damper. Glad you guys enjoyed it. Absolutely. Yes. All right. What's next? Gentlemen. What is next? Topic number three. Topic number three. Did you just turn it over? No. Okay. <laughs> the sky is falling. The, the sky, sky is, is falling. falling. And that yeah. is, to reiterate, that's so, the sky's falling is something's happening something shitty okay. not shitty but like yeah. losing our control our grip in something yeah. that's how in are our we lives. Navig- navigating this chaos that's that, that's happening I believe it was my motivational tapes aren't working anymore my motivational tapes aren't working anymore Uh-oh. I love this for so many reasons but let's Adam why did you introduce this topic yeah it's specifically happened to me over the last probably two or three weeks where I don't wake up and get turned on for listening to Jim Run in the morning or listening to Norman Vince Appeal in the morning or listening to Napoleon Hill or anything like that mm-hmm. or Eric 
Thomas. Like, there's so many people that I, I listen to for so many this years. Is, I, I, yeah. This is great that we're ta- talking about this. And by so, the way. Um, and then the, well, obviously we've had the new age people. Like we had Tony Robbins and Jay Shetty, and there's so many other people that come into that space. And part of it's because I'm with and hang out with very intelligent, beautiful people that talk to me about their skepticism towards that community as a whole. Mm-hmm. And the, um, the duplicity there. Uh, the other part of it is that now I'm taking more marketing courses and I'm um, understanding how marketing works to attract those who want the quick fix. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times motivation is kind of built off that community of people who want to find that 30, 60, 90 day to get that four to five grand a month passively, quote unquote. Um, so it's, yeah, it's been really challenging to deal with having to figure out another way of getting past the obstacles that we all deal with in life without having somebody getting into your ear about mm-hmm. it's possible for you. You, you know, have you, have you thought about it? Maybe like it's it's not that they've stopped working for you, but it could be more so that you've learned the lesson that they're meant to teach you and now it's time to find another lesson to, to, to grow on. Possibility. You know, like there's only so much of the same information that you can continue to ingest before you need, at least for me. You know, I, I'm ADD as a motherfucker. You know, and so like I can't keep to the same pattern and routine all the time. Like finding a routine is difficult for me, and so I'm fi- I'm having to find something that works in. So like I used to listen to a lot of audiobooks. I used to listen to a lot of podcasts to drive me to motivate me. You know, now I'm listening to a lot of Subguru stuff because that I'm learning a lot from Subguru. You know, um, I, I, I'm 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 always finding new ways to adapt and grow. It, 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 like I, I used to be, I used to listen for every morning. 30 minutes. I used to do this whole gratefulness routine. I, I've shared it with you. Right. And that charged me for a certain way, but I can't continue doing that because that's exhausting and it's monotonous. And I'm not that type of person to continue that way. Mm. I need to find my new ways. You know, I've learned to ingest the, the gratefulness power and now I've found a way to simplify that into this bit. Now I can find some new tapes to motivate a new knowledge, a new growth, you know, a new, a new seedling to grow. Right. I love that we're using tapes. Yeah, <laughs> as, if, as if we're grabbing like a cassette, <laughs> Who putting, it in, our, putting it in our Walkman. <laughs> everyone everyone that I, I envision. It's the first thing I thought. It's just like I love that he's saying tapes yeah. because it's true. Because that's where the that's where, that's where they became. That's where they started. It was yeah. like you know you pop in the cassette right before you go to work. Yeah. And you just go off, and, and it's just I am great. I am sexy. It's like affirmations in the morning. Dude, affirmations. Love your so gay awesome. voice. It's fantastic. <laughs> that was just me, dude. That wasn't gay. I'm not like that, right? I don't. I don't discriminate. Mm. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. What are you talking? What about? are you talking about? Oh my God. Um, yeah. Well, uh, so I have some questions for you. Um, first question, number one. Um, You're the type of guy, like I remember seeing your place and you, you know, you have these reminders, you have these papers that were up and just kind of like a different, strategically different places in your room to like clearly like inspiration of a sort. Right. Um, but there's just this constant battle between in input and output, I think in life. Right. And so it's like, there comes a point we just can't process that much information, even if it's something that we like that works that like if we're not spewing out our own it doesn't mean our own motivational taste but our own 
content that at least is being shipped out and being consumed, whether by friends or a class or whatever it is that you're doing at work. And I think that's part of the issue with COVID right now is like a lot of our outlets to create output, even if it, even if output is just conversations with strangers or balancing our professional life and social life like that's output in a way there, weren't you out there even doing like stand-up before covid like stand-up mic like yeah and well it was we i produced an entire comedy show so i organized right. like seven comics and got a videographer on set and we filmed it all out of the apartment i was living in that in but that was during yeah. covid you did so, that during covid yeah there was during covid right. right so yeah before covid yeah even i was that, that was definitely a part of my my right. structure but i think but i think going back to the motivational yeah. tapes it's just like you can't there there's a point where it's just diminishing returns on just consuming input without giving out without putting out our own whatever right so in my mind and this happens too to me all the time that like i'll i'll wake up and i'll read like some stoicism and read whatever book i'm reading and then i'll do i don't know i'll listen to the daily or i'll put on like news or something right and then there's some days where i'm just like God, I can't, I, I literally can't touch the podcast app. I just can't. Like, there's just too much, right? Or I'll go on a walk or something. So I think that's ingesting. fine. I think it's fine. There's no, I don't think it's something to be worried for. I think it's a combination of what Samit's saying. is like, find the next thing yeah. that you think, like, maybe you, maybe you need some fucking fiction in your life, dude. Like, maybe you need some art. Maybe you need to watch, like, like, that there's it, it activates a whole different part of your mind, a whole different part of your brain. It really does. And when was the last time you like watched a movie, a narrative movie? Oh yeah, no, I've been, and this is the beautiful thing about kind of like that displacement is that I've gotten this girl in my life, and we, you know, she takes time to just like, all right, let's watch something. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, we watched the uh, Peter Butter Falcon. Yeah, it's good. And now it is, it was fun. It yeah. was just fun to do that. Um, right. it, we watched a really bad movie. Uh, it was, oh. What was, what was that? It was uh, Alpha Dog. Oh, yeah. yeah there's there's moments yeah. to it. Yeah, I, it, you gotta it, love, it had its moments, you, but it was from a bad movie. You gotta love Ben Foster taking a shit on the lawn. I love Ben Foster going karate kid. Yeah, it's fucking great. Of that party. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was great. He is nuts. Peanut Butter Falcon was an awesome movie. Oh, such yeah. a sweet and touching movie. Yeah, it's great. Shia LaBeouf recently just got into some like domestic abuse shit. Recently. Yeah, with uh, uh, Kate Waits. Oh, hey, um, poor guy. But, um, poor, did you say poor guy? No, I mean, <laughs> I mean yes and no, yes what a at the same time. It, the, the shit it's, he did sounded pretty shitty. I didn't, I didn't read it all. I would, yeah, video. check it out. And here's, here's he the seems a little fucking out of I saw, I, I saw some line. shit on, like, uh, uh, He's uh, talented as fuck. He's talented, but he seems a little, he, and he, uh, he does some great work. He's done some great work. Uh, with if, a theater. If you're in, a child star, man, you yeah. gotta fucking realize these guys are not sane people. It's more than you gotta, child. Like, it's more than child stars, though, dude. Like, there's something about artistry that really breeds insanity. Like, you really need to be balanced. Like, I really think it's so fucking important for artists to have meditation in their lives because it really impl- it really. He might meditate. He might. You might you don't, you don't know what he does. Therapy. It doesn't matter. At a certain point, there's no excuse. Like you're an adult. Yeah. Like I mean, you, you just saw, don't be a fucking crazy he, abusive. You saw the life that he grew up in. Like he made a yeah, fucking uh, movie Honey Boy is great. Yeah. yeah. True. Like that's a fucking shitty experience that he grew up in. No, there's True. no excuse for it. Right. There's no excuse for it. There's no excuse for it. I just will say this. I will say this. Like, it's just fucking nuts to be like I. He's been in the back of my head. 
throughout my entire career in LA. And I, and I remember like Shia LaBeouf, when I first got here, was putting the paper bag on his head, saying right. I'm not a star, right, 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 had right. the museum thing, ah. went from that right. to you like having You know his weird like rants yeah. on YouTube, those weird like... No, he's like, you can do it, just get it done. Like he's yeah, been that, a part of the like zeitgeist, really, yeah. even during Dude, my career really here in LA. LA to like come so out to Los like, Angeles. It's just yeah. not normal, man. It's yeah. just not normal to be that part of the zeitgeist. Well, you know what's interesting is I think this breeds uh, this le- le- lends itself to the other conversation of can you and do you separate the art from the artist? Because there's so many examples you have of consuming. Yeah, right. But you like, how does that? But has been how? Where do you draw the line? And because like R. just Kelly, top of my Michael yeah top Jackson. of my mind Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, you know, Kevin Spacey, Kevin Spacey, Woody you. Allen. Like, so what do you do? Like, do you yeah. do you separate it? It we hurts, we will man. forever. It really hurts. Right. Just like, There's, I love Kevin Spacey. I love Michael Jackson. My statement, right? I, my belief Do system I? is this: is that we still listen to Bing Crosby, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And that motherfucker wasn't a fun guy to hang out with. Yeah. What if you're like a 15 year old girl? Absolutely. Listen to Chuck Berry. Yeah. You know, he's Wait, like, he's, really? were they like fucking with like? He was like little girls. girls. They, that's what they were into. Are you serious? Yeah. Um, Jer- what? Jerry Lee Lewis. He was big into little girls. You know. So I mean, we don't give a fuck. Really? Over time. Yeah, I don't know. We don't. We don't give a fuck over time. Give it thirty that. years, we'll be listening to. I don't see nothing wrong. I feel let a bump and grind. You can't like. It's undeniable. I think, yeah. undeniable. I think you have to look at it. Yeah. No, I look at it in two different ways, right? If I don't want Kevin Spacey to necessarily be profiting off of Hollywood, I'm so like, listening. Suspect is such a great movie. Though. That's not what I'm it. saying. That's a, you listen to what yeah. I'm saying. I'm saying. Musical Suspects is one of my favorite movies of all time. I grew up, it's like one of the first rated R movies I saw. I blew, the ending blew my mind. It was just one of those movies for me. I will, like that's, it's no longer, oh, it's no longer his, right? When you put something out and it's out for the world and everybody has an emotional reaction to it, Michael Jackson's music, it's not just his anymore. Like people relate his music to parts of their lives that they hold dear, that they are nostalgic for. So now it belongs to them. It belongs to Dude, you. Dude, like Michael Jackson changed. Right, right. But that is the point. The point is, is that like, it doesn't belong to Michael Jackson. It doesn't belong to R. Kelly. It doesn't belong he to even the Cosby show. It doesn't belong to Bill Cosby dance. because people grew up being like, oh my God, look at this paradigm of a family. That's what I want. I want to live my life. And so somebody oddly might be really, really well fucking inspired by Bill Cosby and what he did. It so that show belongs to the consumer, not just the artist. And so I think you're allowed and should be allowed to still enjoy it and consume it because it's yours for whatever reason. The where I draw the line is, well fuck, if 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 Kevin Spacey was still getting a four million dollar check every time I I put on fucking usual suspects or do I want him booking the next big role in Hollywood? No, I rather that go to somebody who isn't a fucking creep, right? So like that's where I draw the line is I don't want that person to still fucking profit from it. But so you I don't want the person to have a continuing career, but his past, his or her past artistry. It, just if you if we were gonna whittle it down to a sentence or two, yeah, yeah, I think that's a, the fair way to do it, mm-hmm. especially because it's no longer yours. You put you don't make art for Man, yourself like, only. The remix to if you, ignition you, is such an awesome song. Yeah, junior year of high school, man, or whatever that was. Yeah. Oh man, such a dope song. I don't, I don't hear that and think, oh shit, I want to go pee on a twelve-year-old. Yeah, Pete Davidson. I mean, this is as a country, we've talked so much about this, but yeah, Pete Davidson had a great joke about that. What did he say? Oh, he was just like, we should just give you know. 
two dollars every little time we, we turn on ignition. Sure. To like some sort of that's local, fair. I, know, I I would totally do that if there was like some sort of Black Lives Matter fund or something like that, or some like sort of like child abuse fund. You know, actually, love that. that's not that a bad idea. Love that. Any, yeah. any sort of you know what actually should happen is any time an artist uh, content gets produced, the residual from that content moves from the artist to a charitable organization. That would be great. Yeah. Like I mean, look, the artist is Stacy's movie. Gets you're, you're saying you're saying one of these shitty artists, one of these shitty people artists. Yeah, like uh, I think you meant. I think you was like, no, Spacey or fucking R. Kelly or like sure. you know any of these shitty artists, whatever, or or fucking even Weinstein. Anything that Weinstein co-produced, well, you know, like that money that they get as residuals as a company should go to a charitable profit. Well, that should be. It should also be if if an opportunity for somebody who if they really do feel remorse for what they did an opportunity for them to show how they can show remorse which is by setting that up so so you almost want to give the artist the opportunity to do that too so they can have a second chance depends on what the thing is this new silver age when people grow more idealistic and less selfish (laughs) yeah like fucking i think what's his name deserves a second chance um uh the comedian big guy white guy so chris lee no well, him, uh, I, I don't really know what face? happened. Uh, mm. The guy who jerked who off on jerked her. Yeah, uh, Lucy K? Yeah, Lucy K. Like, I think he deserves a second chance. Like, it's not it's not my place. I look. I was in the room. I don't know. Right? <laughs> yeah. But, like, compa- if yeah. I'm going to compare from yeah. the, the, the notes of what's out there. Sure. Like, and he also took a step back and apologized. So, it's like, if there were something that he did to, or, like, Michael Vick. The, the artist versus their art is such a, it's such an interesting conversation. Yes. Um, anyways... Moving on to the next topic. Number four. Yes. Yeah, it's our moment of gratefulness. But I also really like uh, what Adam called, what was it, there, there, a God exists? Oh, um, uh, oh, yeah. What did you call I it? actually like that. If God exists. If God exists. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. As a segment uni- statement. Yeah, yeah, thank the universe. I kind of like that. Yeah. FYI. FYI. Um, yeah. Tell me, your, you, you you, yours was about music. You're really yeah. glad there's music. Oh, yeah. What have right. you been listening to? What, what's what been hitting you? Uh, yeah, it's – that's – you talked about me moving away from the motivational, maybe going to more artistic stuff just as a kind of a respite from it, just kind of bombarding the brain with so much input. Um, ironically enough, right after the episode that we put out on – like talk a little bit about jazz. I've been listening to so much more jazz. Fuck me too. Um, and yes. then I've just – diving into more of the things that got me excited about music when I first started getting out of the like Christian loop of like so every morning what I what would happen would be my grandparents would open up the Bible on their own time mm-hmm. and then I'd have no TV stations I'd either play video games or hop in the car to go to school to start the day and they would play Christian radio and that's all I could really listen to all the time and really have my own music and I had three CDs at the time I think it was Will Smith Kanye West and um oh. I think I had Justin Timberlake and wow. um, College Dropout, Millennium, and yeah, Picture Sex Love Sounds. And so, so good. All three uh, of those. those yeah. In their own way. Yeah. And Dude, Picture um, Sex Love Sounds. So, so, I mean, even just like going back and listening to shit that I, was, I listened to as like 10, 11, 12 years old really allows me to like give a little bit of grace for whatever uh, the shortcomings Hell yeah, that man. I have throughout the day. And so, yeah, I mean, as I was writing that, this is all, I wrote all those subjects just like that. Yeah. Um, but it was like, if God exists, because this year I've really questioned that, um, man, it's really great to have music. I'm going to keep it 
I'm so grateful for therapy. Mm. And I, I'm, I'm sure I've thrown out that, I've, that I talk to therapists, but I just think for anybody out there who's listening, who's been, who's thought about it or who's in it, there's so many things that we're penny pinching over because like work is tight and, you know, and it's not, you know, it's, it's been a rough year. I just think it's one thing to just have somebody, even if it's, even if it's not a therapist, but if there's somebody that exists for you to just talk your shit out where you don't feel guilty that you're just talking your shit out. And that's why therapy, I think, uh, like, it's, the infrastructure of it is so wonderful because it's a a person that you do, you don't have to feel bad about after 45 minutes, like, oh, fuck, this has been such a one-way conversation. And so, because a real friendship really does have to be a give and take. And it's just so important. And she holds on to things that I mentioned. She can really see the changes and the, growth as a human being over the course of two plus years right Mm -hmm. that i can't really kind of excavate and see but she can call back to something that i said two years ago and be like well you said this in that scenario and today you had a whole different thought process for a similar you know crisis or a similar problem and it's just even even not even knowing that but then having somebody to be there to be like look like there's improvement and and not even improvement but there's find that awareness within yeah yourself. yeah and the awareness so and the shift within yourself which is yourself is constantly shifting every minute every mm-hmm. hour every second every day you're a yeah. new andrew yeah and, and it's beautiful that you're finding that awareness within yourself thank you yeah i mean it, yes i i i hopefully will continue to do that but i, I for this for, for, for this natural. purpose specifically it's you can't always do it on your own. And sometimes yeah. you do need a little help and somebody who's f- fucking trained, you know, with, you know, yeah, and is not cheap, but it's worth it. And so I, like, I, I don't know. Agree. I don't think there's ever really, unless it's somebody who's a fucking not good at their job or, yeah. or is toxic. I just think it's, it's never, it's never are not helpful a bad thing. for certain people. There's always like the, you have to find the right therapist, at least from my experience, yeah, you know, like it's, it's, there's oftentimes therapists who aren't beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like therapy is always beneficial, but like there's there's That's kind of how therapists it. who just don't really seem to make an impact. Right. right I way. always see it as like you can have bad workouts and you can have good workouts, but yeah. you're never gonna be like, man, I'm glad I I did the bad workout. Yeah. Right. You're gonna be glad that you at least showed at up least to did the gym. Something. Right. Yeah. And I feel like I've been getting some really good workouts lately. Good for you, brother. How about you? Um, man, I'm just I'm so grateful. <laughs> oh, come on. Come um, on, give us, give us something. You know, it's interesting. I, I, I don't know if I've talked about this, but I've been like, you, you talked about music. Like, I'm starting to find a way to shift into devotion more and more and more these days, and I'm starting to find... Into what? Devotion. Devotion. And, and understanding what it means to shift into devotion. And, like, so moving into the new year, I, I, I do these, like, keywords for the year. And, and I think I mentioned on the show before, next year is intention. So I've been playing around with what it means to be intentional. And, and the message of devotion seems to be getting delivered more and more these days from the universe to like find how to apply devotion into my life. And is that like passion? Devotion is. Um, how would you define it? And that was that was a definition I was looking for, right. and and the You're definition spending in the sacred, in the quiet, to be able to give away that. the the to to what it means to be living in devotion is to be living devoid of self, yeah, and that was what I needed to hear. What does that mean? 
devoid of self. So for me, that was a very powerful statement because for me, in my meditations, what's starting to happen now is I'm starting to shift into this awareness of like, there is no Samip. There's only presence. Samip is a collective of all the past experiences that I've experienced. I'm just, the idea of what Samip is, is, is just a collective accumulation of all the memories that I have. Why can't then that thing be Samip? Sumit is constantly shifting. Sumit is constantly right. shifting with what this moment requires. I guess my question and is, why? Do, how does figuring that out change yourself? How, how does that so affect you in a positive way? Because like, I can, I can understand me, the concept what it's of doing for me what is, we are. Yeah, and what it's doing for me is it's, it's, it's teaching me in, in the ability to constantly be in a state of of bliss, of presence, of awareness, of, 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 of not letting shit impact me, of not letting my mm-hmm. ego flare in situations, but being present and, 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 and in aware of what I need to do to tackle a, cer- a certain specific situation, be it like messing around in my slack line or spinning with my staff or producing a movie or acting in a scene, mm-hmm. you know, like dealing with, dealing with difficult situations. So like it's, it's, just, it's almost... Because I'm just trying to grab, like, there's a lot of things that you're saying that is close to making sense in my mind, but a yeah. lot of it that I can see what you're saying, can hear it, but I don't know, I, I don't, I don't see how that tangibly makes a difference so, on my day to day. And 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 so it's maybe, something... and I'm gonna try on this. Right, one. I'm gonna try. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Put in my life. It was uh, a practice daily. My grandparents would wake up. They still do it now. They pop up in the Bible. And they'd find something inside their lives that they knew they needed to just give up to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, since in this situation he talks about having multiple gods that you potentially were going to be praying to, this would just be giving it up to the gods. Yeah. Or the, and, and that's exactly. The and that's and then, exactly. As opposed to trying to handle it uh, individually and saying, "I'm now going to handle this right. anger, or handle this frustration, or hang, handle this." Um, uh, no, that's different. Dream. Okay. So it's not it's not but, passing the buck on. Mm-hmm. So for me, what it is, it's yeah. opening up to the energy and the awareness up. So like up there, Lakshmi, uh, Lakshmi, she's the goddess of wealth and prosperity, um, and 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 she lives kind of within that dimension. And the day that's represented in in Hinduism is is Fridays, and so like intentionally, what I'm doing now, and it's not specifically okay. It, it is actually I'm, I'm now opening up into the awareness of gods because like I've found that the god isn't separate from source but it's one with source how would you sum up you know? what devotion means though it's that's it's, all i'm saying that it's to living in devoid of self living devoid of all of my bullshit and just being present here within the moment yeah. and allowing allowing myself yeah. to be charged in presence the, yeah. with with whatever god it is I, it, it works for you yeah. and that makes sense to you yeah. i guess what i'm trying to do is trying to see like how if you were to tell somebody like that doesn't have that vernacular. What I was, what I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. going to give it a shot. What I'm getting is be, when you're devoid of self, you're trusting that each moment that happens, like what we are is not necessarily this one in set in stone individual. We are this collection of experiences. And by trusting that you can thus have faith that nothing is either certain or faded that ev- the next moment might bring something new, something different, something positive. The next moment will always bring something right. new. Right, and, and so, and so in my mind, that to being devoid of self, 
then to me, if I'm going to look at it optimistically, it's there's a oh there's a new opportunity in every moment to reinvent yes. and to have hope. Um, the, I, I, what I'm telling you is like that's how I would distill yeah. out what you said because you're yeah. you're throwing around a lot of names, a lot of words, right, a lot of right. things, there's, and, and there's it doesn't so it doesn't get me down. I'm not. He doesn't give me any more connection to right. it. Whereas I, if you tell me, look, man, what happened yesterday was yesterday. You are just a collection of all of your experience, which is means tomorrow you might have a whole new experience. I might be like, oh, that's a good point. So because I can, I can, I can grasp. Here's, here's where it's you know at. Where, here's where it's at. I, I, I want. I, I'm, I'm, I'm working to come to the point where nothing affects me negatively. It only motivates me to continue driving into action to create that which I desire. And so what I'm working toward, what I'm working towards doing is removing any sort of how it impacts me harmfully. Mm -hmm. I, I really and only how, want... How do you do that by saying that there's no such thing as self? Because that's where because, I get lost. Because, like, because my self, my ego, my sumitness, um, uh, it, while it creates this awareness of who I am, what is I? Like, it's I. So hard. It's hard to describe. Look, look. I'm not saying this to change your, no, your no, no, practice. No, no, no. I'm saying this. I know. I, I have to. Work, I would I have never to judge. I, I would never judge. Down. If it's working for you and you're happy, great. Yeah. I'm just trying to say it's like, all right. I'm gonna be this guy listening to this who's like, I don't. It sounds like this guy's happy. I don't know how to implement or to, to adopt any of those. And practices. that's why I said it was just as simple as saying, hey, this lives outside of my control. And he called it, it passing the buck. I don't know why you couldn't call it that. It's, right. it's not doing that at all. It's, it's, it's allowing for, it's very similar to reason, like, reason choice. You'd have like AA meetings and SA meetings that I go to and they talk about creating that sense of serenity inside of you is realizing that there is a higher power than yourself. Yeah. What the, why, and so yeah. that's what we're acknowledging. Why, yeah. So, and, and, and it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's interesting for me because this is something that I'm, I, I, I'm personally battling with because it's like, I've had this anti-wanting-to-accept-God into my life ever since I, I turned into atheist and, and have been on this agnostic spiritual journey. Mm -hmm. It's like, now, it's, now it's, <laughs> it's weird for me starting to accept this practice of like, okay, gods, you know, okay, I'm going to start accepting this God into my life. I'm going to start living this day for, for Shiva. I'm going to start living this day for Lakshmi. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start, mm -hmm. you know, practicing these rituals and, and doing this stuff yeah. because really you're right for me it allows me to live in a higher energized state without without having any sort of mental interference of what happens yeah. that's really what it is i don't want to have what i'm working to do is to reduce the mental inf interference from any sort of experience that happens in life and so i can be at a constant yeah. aware present and blissful state that every moment is is beautiful and I can handle this moment. I think it's a form of sur like it's a form of surrender. It is. It, it's and a form then of surrender. It's, it's engaged towards a deity. I mean, that's why it's I love a, yeah. I love stoicism more than like any other sort of like philosophical, simply put, philosophical way to. What is stoicism interpret? Again? It, so, it's literally like all you have is what you can control, right? Your reason, choice in every moment. That's all we really have yeah. control over. Let everything else go. Like, yes. Like, so I right. It, yes. It's basically like it doesn't mean you can't have ambition, you can't have desires, you can't have things, but there is a combination of what you want 
what you're going after and the greater good that are all connected. And if that thing is outside of your control, do your best and find a practice that will allow you to let that part go and not yes. ruin it. it that's it's just, that's, that's what it's that's, done too. It's Marcus that's Aurelius, where I'm it's moving Seneca, towards, I guess. it's Epictetus, yeah. it's all those It's, all those it's the pathway to, honestly, it seems the pathway to the, to the most blissful existence of life and the pathway towards creating the life that an individual desires to achieve the most right. with personal happiness. Right. And you then know? however that, whatever that process is, whatever it is, it, there's no way that that's wrong. No, because it's not no. like, I mean, in, I can't control says, how Adam wakes up and is, is experiencing life. Right. So if he comes in, in a bad mood, like I could want to change that, but it's not, I can't control it. Seth Buddha said this really interesting thing too, and he is a he is a spiritual teacher that I'm learning a lot from. Like it's pretty much all I ingest these days outside. But like um, he said this really interesting thing where there's two ways to enlightenment. You can either love everything, or you have to hate everything because you have to either fully accept everything or you have to fully deny everything. Because the acceptance of everything is that everything is all one. The denial of everything is that there is no thing. There just is is. You know, and, and, and there's either there's one of the there's one of the two ways to, towards enlightenment, and so now I'm just, I, I don't I am not saying that that's true or not or whatever whatever the fuck enlightenment is, but like I don't know I'm finding the path towards loving everything, and it seems pretty 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 fun. Except for Karens, right? Huh? Karens. Yeah. Why do Karens? Karens why do Karens always Karens. sound like they're out of breath? Oh man. You notice that? Well, it's, they're just always like. <sighs> He's got my phone. Is always against them. He's got my phone. This is such a. It's, it's such my a, phone. It's such a beautiful world place. Is Why is she always out of breath? Um, in the world where there's just everything's at odds with what your reality is supposed to be. Dude, I saw this really That's funny meme the other day. It said, yeah. "What does the rest of the world call Karens?" Americans. Americans. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> I was I like, hmm. I, I wonder. Too. That's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah it's true too. <laughs> Man. Well, look, the spiritual conversation will always be one. It'll be a continued that conversation. Will ha- that will happen. That it will always be debated on. Yeah. Well, so, this, this was interesting. I, yeah. I think there was a lot of good here. There's a lot of great stuff. A lot of great stuff. I think we got we got lost for 20 minutes. And that's all right. Stuff, but yeah. That's okay. A little bit at the beginning, a little bit at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, w- I appreciate everybody who listens. Thank you. Jesus, so Adam, much. Adam, keep your pants on. What yeah. are you doing? Adam, this is... Come on. Hey, doing? hey, he's just being grateful. He's just, he's just being grateful to our beautiful, wonderful Oh, come on. Don't, don't say you're not a, a, a shower. I mean, let him. <laughs> I, I just... I, I, I've seen showers, and they're, they're just... I know. They're we've there. All, we've all... We all... Man. We all work out. It's yeah. intimidating. We all yeah. go to gyms. I just... Yeah. Not, not there. Not, not that point. I'm a fluctuator. I'm a fluctuator. I think that's your, yeah. your denial. No, that's I'm okay. not. I'm, I'm not... No. No matter how I'm a 33 year old man. Sometimes I I don't know. You have to learn to. I don't know what's gonna. I don't know what I'm gonna show up with. I, I, I think it depends on how many carbs I have. I don't believe really? in that. Yeah. I think you you know what your dick is gonna show you every single day of the week. I can if it line of dicks. I'm like that's my dick. Well, it's exactly I would hope you could recognize yeah. your dick. No, you're saying that there's some days waking up five and some days waking up three. I don't believe in that. That's a bullshit. Yeah, it's Fuck true. that therapy it's shit. It's true. He's he's in that. that that's I, the I know my, my shit. I'm no, waking dude, up. It's all it's all in like specific like. No. What? I'm waking what? up. It's blood, bro. It's, it's all blood. Sometimes it's all we got blood flowing in different directions. I, I, I learned to listen to my body. Like, 
I, We're talking about just looking at your dick and saying, did it increase in size just hanging there? Yeah. The next morning. You're saying it changes. Sometimes, yes. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Absolutely. Really? I don't yeah. believe in that. Yeah. I don't believe in that. The dick, the dick wants to be longer today. It wants to be shorter today. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. temperature, stress levels, carbohydrate levels, calories, where, yeah, yeah. how I slept. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Okay. I think that's a the fluctuating dick. I think Adam. I think I think we've we've hit hit some um, some resistance. I, I just don't believe in that. But that that's okay. <laughs> and once again, I just don't believe in that. Well, but that's well, okay. Well, give it up to God then. And this well, was friends of the devil. You did it on your own that time, which was a loss. That's okay. That's all right. And this <laughs> was. We can cut it out. And this was. I'm feeling friendly with the devil. Friends of the devil. The devil. We have a recording of that. We don't have to do that every time. This is Friends of the Devil.